0: From St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. And so we have black, white, brown, gay, straight, trans, people with means, people with no means, people who are Democrat, people who are Republican, people who are independent, uh, young folks. Our oldest person is 85 years old.
1: So people came together to support this vision. Yes,
0: and so we started having Sunday family dinner out there. Um, Every day I was able to walk around and give people something to eat.
1: I'm Sarah Fenske. Kathy Daniels, better known as Mama Cat, started making home-cooked meals for protesters not long after the death of Michael Brown. That act of love became a mission. She called her fellow volunteers the Pot Bangers. The nonprofit group serves meals to homeless people in downtown St. Louis now every Thursday, with about 100 people eating up most weeks. Now, Mama Cat is preparing to leave St. Louis for Florida, and she joins us today to explain why, detail how her mission began, and talk about what she hopes will happen next. So, Mama Cat, welcome. Thank you so much for having me today. I want to go back to the origin of this Pot Bangers program, because it's such a cool story. You were living in Florissant. Yes, I, yes. And then Michael Brown was killed not far at all from where you were living. Right, maybe about 15 blocks away, right, from that border, I guess. And so what got you started making these home-cooked meals for people out there protesting?
0: Well, so I went out there um, because, see, I'm a black mother with black sons, and I need to go see about this child. This could have been one of my kids. Um, I went out there to see what was going on. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew I had to do something. And... um, I was out there and I ran into a group of young folks and we later uh, found them to be called the Lost Voices. And these young folks was out there sleeping on the concrete. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are y'all doing? We ain't going home till we get justice for Mike Brown. So I said, right on, you know, what can I do? And one of them said, a little home cooked meal won't hurt nothing. So uh, he didn't know who he was talking to. (laughs) I went home and came back the next day with spaghetti, salad, garlic bread. And I didn't, it's easy to bring somebody food, drop it off and keep going. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was important to sit down and break bread with these young folks. You know, um, we got very close. I love them dearly. Um, so that's where it started. Um And I just started coming out every day. I was in culinary school at the time. I Um, was
1: going to say, this is the the most mm -hmm. interesting part of the story. He Mm -hmm. asked you for food, not realizing you're a really good chef.
0: Yes. And, yes, this is my second time going to school, right? I went from 1976 to 1979. So food is, like, a part of my DNA. So I came and we ate and more and more people and then we moved from West Florissant over uh, to South Florissant and I was able to feed more people and more people I I lose count of how many people actually ate you know
1: I mean these became a big draw how were you able to purchase all this food where you're just feeding anybody who wants to to get fed
0: yes well let's start when when I started um I had a nice little savings. Uh, my husband is a retired sailor. Um, I worked um, for the military as well, and I, you know, I was able to save money, so I was using that, and then you know, kind of started getting low. <laughs> husband wasn't too happy, but he understood. He know who his wife is, and he support uh, the work. And then other people started coming and bringing things, and um, the community is.
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm. So people came together to yes. support this vision. Yes.
0: And so we started having Sunday family dinner out there. Um, every day I was able to walk around and give people something to eat. You know, um, my husband, like I said, is retired from military. I'm getting ready to go next month and watch my daughter retire from the, from Navy. the military. Wow. Yes. Uh, 22 years. So um, I know that a soldier can't win the war hungry.
1: That's, a, that's an important maxim right there. Yes, so, so you were feeding these soldiers. Um, when did the group of people working with you, how did the name Potbangers come into play?
0: Well, Potbangers is, is actually like I'm channeling my mother. Right. My mother was a pot banger. <laughs> right? I, I grew up in the Bronx and I would come home and I lived in a tenement and you could see the window and the windows fogged up. And when you walk inside the apartment, you know, pots is banging and clanging. And and that's she was banging pots. She my was a noisy was cook. Yeah, she was cooking. The pots was there on the stove. <laughs> so uh that's where that came from. You know, Um I always want to channel my mom because my mom was a community mother. Um, it was many mothers in that community that I grew up in the South Bronx with, where- All the mothers looked out for the children. We used to talk about the nosy lady in the window with the pillow under her arm. But when I look back, I'm almost in my 60th year of life. And I look back and I'm grateful for that woman that was watching us all the time because she probably saved our life. We don't know that.
1: Yeah, for sure. And as I'm thinking of this, this is you. I mean, you're standing at that window looking out on these protesters ready to give them the food they need to nourish them.
0: Yeah, not just food, but, you know, love because you can give somebody food, but if there's When you break bread, you break down walls, Mm -hmm. right? When I talk about revolution, the revolution is love. Love wins every time. And, you know, we, we went from that point of being on the streets to another young man being killed in Berkeley. And we went and the mother was going through and she wasn't able to pay for a funeral. We did a fundraiser, we raised money. Um, to help bury her son and what's a revolutionary act is to cook and serve people You know, my husband and I stood by the graveside 15 years ago. We understand that So we wanted to give them a place where they can love on each other And so we cooked the food and we got like the churches uh, The pastors that was out there was awesome. They opened their doors so that we can cook and and have these families and they you know They guests. Um, be able to love on each other, and we served them. And so we've been doing that since, and unfortunately, we did more than 60. Wow. But we had extra food. So I'm not from St. Louis, so I didn't know where to find people who are unhoused. So I asked, where is the people on the streets? And they told me so. Over these years, relationships have been built. This is my family.
1: And so you, you expanded this to now feed these unhoused people. That meant going to downtown St. Louis?
0: Not just downtown. We have teams that go to different parts of the city. So we got downtown. We got Central West End. We got uh, Florissant. We got Jennings. We have um, uh, what other, uh, Richmond Heights, uh, Maplewood. Uh, Shana's over there. Um, so we, we just got like... A lot of people, and we just got another one for another camp that's going on, Camp Cole. So we just sent the first forty meals out to them. That's uh, this the Thursday. city's
1: new intentional uh, homeless encampment. Right, we talked so. about that on the air last week. It sounds like they're doing good things over there. Yes, I'm curious now that you've gone from from protesters to also taking on all these homeless uh, homeless people. Is this something where that mission of you sit down and break bread, is that still part of what you're doing?
0: Absolutely, because if you come in my kitchen on a Thursday, uh, what you're going to find, so we're going to, I like to cook from scratch, first of all. So people come in not knowing how to hold a knife in their hand, to having some awesome knife skills. But at the end of the day, after we done packaged up all the food and ready to go, we sit down and we break bread among us. Mm -hmm. And so uh, make sure everybody gets something to eat those who are vegan, those vegetarian, everybody gonna eat in my
1: kitchen. This is all happening in your home?
0: No, no, no. You now have an
1: industrial kitchen.
0: Oh, I've been in this kitchen for the past seven years. Um, and also when we had to close down, I, I cooked in quite a few churches, but we went to St. Peter's during the COVID because where I'm at had to close the building. So they welcomed us over there at St. Peter's United Church of Christ in Ferguson. And so that's where we cooked there. So we was able to keep going during the pandemic. You know, we had to drop numbers and, you know, everything. but And then the George Floyd uh, protests had built up, so we was trying to make sure— People who had what they needed out there on the streets. And- you know,
1: we was kept plenty busy. I bet you kept mm-hmm. plenty busy. And you have all these people now cooking with you. It sounds like you're also giving them cooking classes as you go. <laughs> who, who are these people who kind of joined Everybody.
0: This everybody. And that's the amazing thing. See, because we got to uh, understand that at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we're all humans. And so we have black, white, brown, gay, straight, trans, people with means, people with no means, people who are Democrat, people who are Republican, people who are independent. Uh, young folks. Our oldest person is 85 years old. I mean, we just got everybody who was a part of this pop bangers uh, family, and some people I may not see them for a year and a half, but then it pop back up, you know. So that's the the the. thing about a volunteer corps, people come because they come with their heart. Mm -hmm. You know, when you got to pay somebody sometimes, you're not going to get all that love that come out of there. But I have a young man that Joe, Joe leads the crew downtown, right? Joe is phenomenal. And, you know, he is excited about it. He go to work every day and get off of work and he at the kitchen. Hmm. You know, Ariel, Ariel been like channeling me and, you know, they is – uh, working on um, trying to, you know, be in charge of kitchen when I, you know, do what I got to do. So I got a, I got amazing, my vice president is the president of Eden Seminary, Deb Krause, Adam Lane. Uh, my treasurer is the treasurer of the city. Uh, He'd been our treasurer first.
1: That's right. You got him, and then he got appointed to <laughs> yes, that job at the city. Yes, so you built amazing. up kind of this whole infrastructure, this thing. This it,
0: beautiful family. It, it
1: runs on passion, but you also have some organization behind it. Yes,
0: yes. I uh, Michael, Michael, my secretary, um, he is uh, DJ uh, Positive Vibrations with KDHX, and he's also a professor at St. Charles Community College. Uh, and he's just like just he's all over it. You know, we're putting this house together that we working on. I mean, michael been phenomenal.
1: So this is, this is so phenomenal to hear, but there's so many um, missions that begin. One person has a passion, and then people join in. And then after a couple years, people start fading out. They stop showing up, or people mm. start fighting among each other. They might all believe in the cause, but they find something else to fight about. Mm-hmm. What do you think has been the secret to Potbangers that, that that hasn't happened for you?
0: Well, actually, it did. Some people just couldn't stay. I mean, it's, I think my kitchen like a hospital. And sometimes you come to get a healing and a healing may look like um, I'm just here to learn how to get this done so I can go out there and do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome because that's been the case in a lot of situations. You're happy where, to send people on their uh, way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because everybody can't stay in there at the same time. But if we building the troops up, then we can win this war against homelessness. Right. Um, that's. I Maybe call me crazy, but I I think that, you know, the more people is involved, the more people advocating, the more people out there. I could still be out there, but I don't go out on the streets like I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the kitchen. I'm trying to make sure that they eaten. I had cope, my battle with COVID myself, so I had to sit down for a little while and get myself back together. And so um, we're working on this house. Um, this is going to be our first transitional house. And so I'm working on that project. So I'm, I'm focusing on a lot of things. I always wanted to be able to get people off of the street. Mm-hmm. And so this is our, our chance to start.
1: We're talking to Mama Cat Daniels, uh, real name Kathy Daniels. Everyone calls her Mama Cat. She's the founder of Pop Bangers. You can get more information about their work at popbangerswithaz.org. Talking about just the remarkable growth of this organization. And you've got some big plans. You're working on um, transitional housing for some of the people you serve. But at the same time, you're also preparing to leave the St. Louis area. Yes, ma'am. You're moving to Florida. This is a great loss to the city.
0: Uh, it's, uh, It's a bit sweet moment right now but you know I have I had to sit down and I had to weigh things like I have to bank my family my husband my children my grandchildren that's my real priority like mm-hmm. when it's all said and done and what's best for them and if they're not feeling um, whole I got to make them feel whole sure and so you know but I'm not gone I'm moving residents I'm not going nowhere. So, and and Pop Angus has got a lot of exciting things coming up. It's some things that I, you know I can't bring bring to you right now. But we're gonna be keeping it moving, and we're gonna do it with so much love, and we bringing so much love to the table. It's going to be awesome.
1: So you're moving to Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. And this is, it, it sounds like it's for family reasons. Yes. Yes, it is. And is. You've my, also been suffering some health problems.
0: Yes. Um, you know, um, after I had COVID, dealing with the stenosis, it, it expanded. Like, I can't even, like, really lift, put my head up, uh. like, because it's so much, you know. But it's just a lot in dealing with my legs. And so I, I've, I've... I feel like I need to be able to just, like, take some time, push back, enjoy my life because, you know... um I'm doing too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you doing deserve a break much. here, and and COVID just the cherry on top of just so many busy years there. I understand though, it's not just that pop bangers is going to continue in St. Louis, but you might also be opening a, a second chapter.
0: Yes, we got we. So my daughter who is retiring from the Navy, um, her focus, um, she's gonna be in charge because like I said, I'm gonna sit down um and and
1: she'll be in
0: jacksonville with you in jacksonville well i'll be because when i leave here i'm going to her house while i look for a place right that's what me and my husband that's our plan kids are grown um, and so she got that big old house we're going to stay in her perfect (laughs) she said my mom and dad come to my house but yes we're gonna go there and look for um some some place that we really like in that area um, she's going to be the one running the pot bangers, um, and her focus is unhoused veterans. Wow. I mean, so, that's
1: huge. Yes. And as, are there a lot a of lot them? A lot of
0: them down there. Mm-hmm. There's so many. So like, I want to, I want to move just from feeding because my daughter's an excellent cook as well. Um, but we want to get people off the street. Mm-hmm.
1: And so that transitional housing that you referenced, is that something you're going to be working on in Florida or it'll be here in St. Louis? It's
0: here. It's actually here, um, I'm in the final phases of doing the paperwork necessary to get the doors open with the city of Pine Lawn, that's where it's at. Um, and so we got the to inspector to coming next week. We, we we moving and we getting it done. I would like to have opened the door last month, right? Sure. But um, it's in time. And it's for, I got room for six women. Um, This is for straight, queer, and transgender women. Um, this is where they're going to be able to get love and be, and be able to go through programs to work on themselves and, you know, um, just heal. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a healing space. And we got gardens, we got 10 long beds that got food in it that's feeding not just the women
1: that be in the house, but the whole community. Wow. Yeah. So this is, I mean, man, there's so much happening with this organization. Yes. Who's going to be in charge of the St. Louis part of things once you leave for Florida? You
0: know, I i had this conversation with my board because um, the board is my family, too. Right. And so everybody's going to take an uh, area of responsibility. <laughs> and I'm working on the program to have different chefs in the kitchen, uh, you know, to um a chef come in uh, once a week. You know, if you you got a business or whatever, we'd love to have you come in and bang pots for a day in the kitchen. And that way we're going to put you all over. We're going to make sure that business come your way. But we want you to be able to give back like I know you all want to.
1: So it sounds like you're not being replaced by one person. You hope to be replaced by hundreds of people. Yes,
0: I think it's, it's amazing. I mean, that you open the opportunity for people to, that, you know, don't have the opportunity and to give to people, right? Just you coming in there,
1: cooking one meal out of your whole life,
0: right? Yeah. And you did something
1: magical, So I can't help but think how different your life would be and how different St. Louis would be if at that moment, after the death of Michael Brown, that you didn't listen to that voice that told you to go out and talk to those protesters, or if they said they wanted food, if you had just dropped it off and moved on with your life. Do you ever find yourself thinking about that? No, I
0: never really thought about it. I mean, it was natural. See, my... I come from that background. My parents were part of the civil rights movement. My older sibling part of the black power movement. Like, this is, like, interwoven into who I am. This right? was
1: instinct. You had to, had to follow it. And you
0: had to, yes. And I, ha- I have sons. I got eight grandchildren, and seven of them are boys, and one great-grandson, and I have two sons alive. So, I mean, yeah, I need to step up for all of them.
1: What would you say if somebody's sitting here listening to you and they're thinking, "Wow, that's amazing," but this is not something I can do. I feel so frustrated by the state of the world; it's hopeless.
0: Um, Don't don't let yourself feel frustrated because you know even if you think you have nothing to give, we all got something to give. Even if you send in love and prayers and and positive thoughts and energy. Um, to keep those who able to get out there strong. Whatever you can do to help lift up those with the least among us, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And I invite everybody to come on board
1: so one last thing I want to touch on real briefly and that's that uh, photojournalist Theo Welling has been sort of following you around um, he's got a show called mama cat works in progress yes that shows you at work um, this show opens September 3rd it runs through the 25th at the May gallery in Webster groves I understand there's going to be a show of this work you're coming back for that
0: I'm coming back so yes um so Theo's actually coming to California we he, he come to California my daughter's retiring on the 17th of September. September on board the USS Midway and so Theo's coming and Bishop is coming and so um, I'm coming back here on the 22nd so I could be here for that event I'm excited for it.
1: Well if people want to see you in action not just hear you in action that's at the May Gallery uh, we want to encourage people to uh, think about coming out to support that and for more on bangers, again it's popbangerswithaz.org so Mama Cat thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you
0: for having me um, and You know, just everybody, you know, uh, be revolutionary. The revolution is
1: love, and it always wins. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here.